Welcome back to This Week in Film. It's the weekly podcast where we come together and we talk about the movies we've seen over the past two weeks now since we took last week off again. I'm Nick Panotto, joined as always by Midwest Matt Lauer. Matt, how's it going? It is going excellent other than the cold. How are you, Nick? I'm doing good. You went on a little vacation last week, huh? That's true. I went up to a small town called Leona, Wisconsin. How was it? It was nice. It was snowy and uh, through Airbnb had a, a log cabin um, and got to go out for a hike in the snow and just kind of be away. When people say I want to go away for a while, uh-huh. Leona, Wisconsin's a pretty good away place. Sweet. Now we'll get some of those. Far from stuff. Now we'll get some of those Leo, Wisconsin dollars. <laughs> Leo, Wisconsin, when you want to disappear. Well, Leona. Leo could be a thing, too. Leona. Damn it, there goes that money. Uh, All right, Matt. Yeah. This is a show where we talk about movies. Have you seen some movies? Oh, I have seen some movies, Nick. I have watched the the following two movies. Oh, First, As Above, So Below. Oh, a recommendation from Nick. Yeah, I'm excited to hear and, what you have to say about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the second one is Contagion. Also, a recommendation from Nick. I love Contagion. Yeah, um, we'll get to that. I have I saw quite a few movies. Did um, you? But uh, I'm not really going to go into them very much because uh, we've, we've talked about them before and I don't really have very much to add. But uh, I watched Predator, which we talked about just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Iron Man 3 again because my son wanted to watch it. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, which I watched with my son for the first time. He saw it for the first time. Right. And then uh, the movie that I'm going to spend some time discussing, Peter Rabbit. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So um, I guess I'll start off first. I'll, I'll do some brief brief discussion on predator and iron man three hang on real quickly before i forget yeah just a quick question for you have you seen this the peter rabbit thing that made me think of this have you seen that christopher robin movie no not yet okay but cool let me know when you're gonna watch it because i'm curious to see it and i'll watch it around the same time okay i feel like it's gonna be one of those things that makes you know grown men cry oh okay yeah we're gonna have to watch that because winnie the pooh is still on constant uh, every week I could say I watched Winnie the Pooh. Um, wow, that sounds mad thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you realize, like I said on the show before, that all the different characters are the different aspects of Christopher Robin's psyche, then uh, the movie gets a little deeper. It kind of opens up a bit. Right. It's not not quite as dark as um, the movie WALL-E, where you realize that on that spaceship they're eating their dead. But, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, it's... It, Helps pass the time. It's only yeah, like eighty minutes. Fat off their dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, if it's only eighty minutes, that means you can squeeze it into more times per week. You sure can. Sometimes you just put it on when it's finished again. <laughs> just have it in a loop. Yep. Uh, so anyway, uh, I watched Predator. Uh, yeah. The original from nineteen eighty-seven, directed by John McTiernan. Uh, my wife, we, we were watching a YouTube video. Uh, there's a guy who makes these musical versions of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, 
where he's like, it's like Commando the musical and Predator the musical. And I've only seen the uh, the the Conan one. The limitations of the women. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the limitations of the. My favorite part of that one's where he's like, it gets back to the chorus, and he's just like. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy because I've seen the limitations of the women um, one and uh, this is a predator and in the predator one it, it just keeps saying if it bleeds we can kill it if it bleeds we can kill it it's uh it's great they're they're very good you should search for them on uh on the youtube uh like i'll definitely get on that but uh my wife is we're watching the predator one and she's like i don't think i've ever seen predator and i'm like well we're gonna watch predator now so i put on predator and then she proceeded to look at her phone for two hours (laughs) what yeah she was not she was not into it at all Oh man, that stinks! Like at one point, the the babies woke up, and she was like, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go to bed." I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna finish watching Predator." <laughs> well, I can't pull my eyes away, so right. see ya. Uh, oh no, that's 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 a shame. But uh, Predator, what an awesome movie, man! Just perfect. It's a shame that they kind of ruin it a little bit at the beginning of the movie by showing that there, there's an alien there. You know, I agree with you, but at the same time, I think most people forget that even happens. Yeah, it's true. Uh, even while I was watching it, I kind of forgot about it. I, had like, to, like, I think, think if you were to that. ask most people, how does that movie start? They'd probably say like jungle, right? You know, trees and, and, and this, maybe there's a, a cocaine deal going on or something hostages. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what a cool movie. So manly. <laughs> well, actually, I was just hearing something, and, and it didn't exactly surprise me, but I was like, I never really thought of this as a allegory or an analogy or anything. Um, but apparently the whole movie's like supposed to be an allegory about like ridiculous hyper-masculinity. Um, and I think for, for probably men, for us, it's probably just enjoying ridiculous masculinity. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, apparently the, movie. the uh, maybe it's uh who wrote it. Um, it was man. um, what's his name? The guy who made the Shane Black wrote it. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He also plays Hawkins in the movie. Right. Yeah. 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 He doesn't look anything like that anymore. No, he looks like he had like a lot of work done. Hmm. Yeah. He looks uh, kind of like a like a looking at Joaquin Phoenix through a weird smudgy glass. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, you seen that Joaquin Phoenix Joker stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of into it. I- I'm curious. Yeah. I'm-, I'm not a fan of his, but he's weird enough that I'm like, okay, this could be interesting. Yeah. That's, uh, and I'm, I'm really kind of wanting to see the Aquaman movie. Like the more I think uh, about it, the more how it has nothing to do with Zack Snyder, and it's like a you know it's a standalone DC movie. I'm like, I kind of want to see this movie. I think it might mm. be. I think it might end up being kind of fun. I look forward to us talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not be going in with the same attitude, yeah. but I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'm sure I'm going to go in with lower expectations, but uh. But, but, you know, 
hopefully that helps. Like I still haven't seen Venom, but I'm still like, even though everyone I've talked to who has seen it said they went to see a bad movie and they were like, Oh, that was kind of fun. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of concerned that when I go to see Venom, I'm going to be like, well, I hear this is a fun movie. Yeah. You you need to still expect crap. (laughs) Go in with your, try to draw your expectations back down as much as you can. Right. Um, What's the name of the guy that plays Aquaman? Is it Jason? Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah. I am. I, I don't think he's a good actor. No. No. I. I. I I'm willing to to say I might be wrong on this, but I feel like at this point I've I've seen him enough to go like ah he looks like he's having fun, but I don't think he's actually very good. I think he just looks the part for lots of things. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think he's excellent in Game of Thrones. Um, I don't see now. That's why I feel like this took me a while to to come to as a as a soft conclusion uh-huh. was from Game of Thrones. But I thinking back on it, I'm like, I'm not sure he talked much in Game of Thrones. He he speaks only in Dothraki for for most yeah. of it, which yeah. which means he just has to make noises and 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 yell. Yeah, I don't know if that really showcases someone's acting that well. Yeah. But, but I haven't seen any of the other Jason Momoa movies. I mean, Justice League is terrible, but it's yeah. not terrible because of him, but he's not very good in it. No, no, it's certainly not his fault that it's bad. And you might be onto something with the whole Zack Snyder thing. Yeah. But um, he's like got a couple, like, a couple of movies where he's like the lead, but I haven't seen them. Yeah, he's in a Conan movie, right? Is he? Or Hercules? Oh, is he in a Hercules movie? He's a, he's in one of them. <laughs> it's either Conan or Hercules. Conan also, versus Hercules. Oh, where's that crossover? Would I watch that? I don't know. Throw Tarzan in there, and I might give it a try. Okay. Uh, he would make a good there. Tarzan. I could see that. Did you see the last so, Tarzan movie, the one with Margot Robbie? No, you know, to be honest, I've never seen anything with Tarzan in it in my life. Really? The Disney yes. Tarzan is pretty good. I liked it. Never saw it. There are a lot of Tarzan movies, though. I mean, Phil Collins' soundtrack is probably a good thing, right? Pro- probably. He's, I don't know. That's when he was guy. doing that Brother Bear kind of stuff. I, I didn't really care for the Phil Collins songs in that movie. But anyway, Predator. Man, I, I was just about to say, for any new listeners, um, we are tangential sometimes. We've really gone off the rails here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Predator well, we we talked about Predator for... not too long ago, so uh, That's true. I, I don't really have much to add. I just wanted to mention that I that I saw it in order in order to set it up for our new segment that we have coming up at the end of the show. We have a there's going to be a new weekly segment. And you have to stay tuned to hear what it is. It'll be very. I don't even know what it is. It'll it's be a mystery. It'll be very confusing. It's like the white airhead. What is it? Oh, I do you know, know what I? I know what the white airhead mystery flavor is. Do you want to know? Can I? Can I ruin it for you? Oh, I thought I thought it had different flavors. It's all the leftover flavors mixed into one. Like when they have leftover red, blue, and whatever color, they just mix them all into one batch. And that becomes the white mystery airhead. Hmm. That's why it tastes like all of them sometimes, because they might have more of one flavor in there than, than other times, or because the blue flavor is in there, you taste the blue one. You're like, oh, this tastes like a blue airhead. Oh, interesting. Ta-da. 
<laughs> and and there's Candy Corner with Nick. Oh yeah, new listeners. We have lots of corners on yeah. the show. Anything uh, going on in Area X? No, I yeah. still haven't. No, I, I still there. haven't looked into that. Although there's a YouTube video that I want to watch um, where a guy talks about how. Um, let me think. He talks about how annihilation uses metaphor. Let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up here on my internet machine. Well, have you been reading the book? No, I've I've just been reading comic books. <laughs> I'm currently in 1974 of Marvel Comics, so working my working my way from 1961 onward. Um, there's a guy on YouTube who makes some pretty good videos. Um, uh, I don't know his name. Uh, uh, I was about to say Nick. Anything to plug for the week? But uh, wouldn't work. Uh, folding ideas on on YouTube. He does a, he's got a, a video on Annihilation that I've been meaning to watch, but I haven't seen it yet, about Annihilation and how they use metaphor to, uh, to um, tell the story rather than uh, or traditional, traditional story segments or um, storytelling. But yeah, Folding Ideas, I check it out. He's got a good series of, of videos where he breaks stuff down and they're entertaining. Uh, yeah, so Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Predator, good movie. The end. <laughs> um, did, um, here's one question I have for Predator is, does the girl even get away or do we ever find out if the girl gets away? I, I think you can assume she gets to the chopper because, uh, she, um, she doesn't have any weapons. So the Predator doesn't come after her. Yeah, he's not even trying to, or it isn't even trying to kill her. Yeah, because at one point she goes to pick up a gun and still, and Schwarzenegger knocks the gun out of her hand because Predator's only coming after people who have weapons. Right, which he figures out with nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no sort of dropped clues or anything to yeah. be able to say. Uh, oh, he, this guy's figuring this out because uh, he picked up on some stuff. He's just he just knows. Yeah. Well, so that's Predator. Check it out if you haven't seen it. What, what's wrong with you? And then um, Nick said to his wife. And then uh, the next movie that I watched was Iron Man 3, also written by Shane Black and directed by Shane Black. I love this movie. I I went from the first time I saw it in theaters thinking, well, that wasn't very good, to now I think it's one of the best uh, Marvel movies. I think it's top three or four Marvel movies for me. It's really, it's really quite good, especially since it's like, it's a sequel to the Avenger, the first Avengers movie. It, it really picks up right after that movie. And, uh, and it shows like the post-traumatic stress that Tony Stark is going through and, and, and how he, uh, and the emotional journey that he goes on from, from Iron Man one to the end of Iron Man three. It's, it's really a really well told story. Uh, I like the villain a lot. I like the the red herrings that they have in it. And you've never seen it, have you? Nope. No, you should check it out. It's quite good. But it may only become really good on your four hundredth time watching it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll bother. It's pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't really have much to add much to add. I talked about Iron Man 3 in one of our first episodes. 
Uh, so you can go back and listen to that. But uh, yeah, Iron Man three worth checking out. And then uh, times. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's a really good movie. Um, now let's talk about one of your movies, Matt. All right. So uh, as above, so below. Awesome. Uh, I was trying so to think. I was trying to think of this movie the other day because I couldn't remember what it was called. Uh huh. And uh, I'm glad you brought it up because now I can remember it. Well, and uh, so a little recap for everybody. It's a movie in which a young lady who's more or less Indiana Jones um, is looking for the Philosopher's Stone. Um, you know, it's a thing that turns metal into gold and can create the elixir of life. Uh, and so she's on a treasure hunt. Um and, and she's got a documentary crew with her. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, since we've both seen this movie, we're going to get into spoilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. So if you haven't seen As Above, So Below, uh, it's a recommend from me. I'd say check it out. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a recommend from me, too. Actually, I really enjoyed it. Um, it is, uh, for those of you who, who would be interested in a kind of a scarier movie, than just a regular action adventure movie. I'd say it's kind of an action horror movie, you know, so you'll, you'll get that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're looking for this thing and it, it, I guess it's a little bit like a psychological thriller too. There's weird, like kind of magic like elements and you're going in loops and things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were some things I, I, I walked away from it having really enjoyed it. Um, there's, it's a found footage style movie in that it's, it's all seen through cameras that are on the people's helmets, which I think is a great conceit, you know, like you're going to see this this way for a good reason. It's not like, like Cloverfield where it's just like one person hands the camera to the next person, right? you know? These yeah. people have GoPros, so the cameras are on all. The and time. I, I love the like when they turn them all on and they're like, "We all have cameras," and the, and they basically are like, "Yeah, it's so we have different points of view that we can cut to." Yeah, and it works out really well for the movie in that way too, because you do get to, you get to, you get to have different camera angles mm-hmm. um, and different perspectives, so you get to you know see all the different actors. Um, I thought the acting in the movie was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought uh, there's the the main character, the young lady. She's um, she's a good actress. She's really attractive. She kind of remind me of uh, Saffron Burris and Famke Janssen, um, but like twenty. Um, I don't know who that first person is, but I know who Famke Janssen is. Uh, she was in Deep Blue Sea okay. as the, right. the doctor, the the one who makes all the problems. Yeah, the one who's who's making monster sharks, right? Uh, and so the, the anyway, um, I liked the tone of it, the sort of action adventure horror thing. It, the the balance of it, I thought was was really good. Um, and the the it, if uh, you've ever seen the movie The Descent, I have never seen The Descent. That's the oh my the, god, the cave that, movie, right? Yeah, that that is the strongest recommend I can make ever. Like, really? go watch the descent. I'm I'm amazed you haven't seen it yet. No, I feel I, like it looked I bad when I when I saw a preview for it. All right, the descent. No, it's really good. Okay, and um, 
one thing that it does that this movie does well too is it gives you a sense of like claustrophobia. Yeah, people are in tunnels, but like you really feel it. Um, so those are some things I, I thought were really great about this movie. Um, and the way they use some of the tricks, like looping things and these sort of magical or mysterious elements, I thought they were used well. I thought it was fun. Um, did you? Was, um, there, no, go ahead. go ahead. All right. Um, oh. Did you notice, or did you like go into like the IMDb trivia and um, and learn that the movie's based on Dante's Inferno and how like every level they go down is through a different um, uh, level of hell? You know, I, I don't know if this is going to be the same for the listeners, but you're a little muffled right now for me. Oh, really? Okay. Um, is that better? Nope, it's the same. I mean, I can still hear you. Okay. Um, I sound the you same. sound my, a little different. I sound the okay. same in my headphones. I'll let you know if something changes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't look into any trivia or anything. I just kind of was along for the ride. Um, there were some things about it that I thought were kind of dumb but really didn't take that much away from it. They were just like silly things where I was like, there's, they're reading these clues and stuff and they rhyme in English, which right. makes no yeah. sense because <laughs> they're translating them. Right. Um, yeah. So, so that was kind of silly. And they have like, they lose their supplies at some point and yet they have an endless supply of like elven rope. Um, yeah. They have co- like nothing but rope. Yeah, and but they're but they're not wearing gloves. One of the people who was watching it with me uh, kept pointing that out. They're not they're not wearing any gloves. They just tear up their hands, right? Which one of them does at some point? So fair enough. Um, the, the one thing that did kind of disappoint me was once. So so if anyone you know you're playing a video game that's a scary video game, and like the the tensions there, it's, if it's doing a really good job. And then you just like hit some sort of wall where you're like, screw it, I'm running and I'm just shooting everything. Right. And then like the the, the tension goes away because you just I don't know somehow throw it out the window. Right. Um, the movie kind of does that at the end. Yeah. Where it's like they're they're sneaking around every corner and then all of a sudden she's like, I gotta go do this thing. I'm gonna run through everything and just yeah. punch monsters along the way and yeah. whatnot. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This, this, that, that kind of stunk. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like uh, the movie was, the movie was like, well, we got to wrap this up. So, uh, he, we got to, we got two minutes to get to this next part of the movie. So, well, and it was also like a video game in that sense where you're like, if you ever have to run back, you go, Oh man, I've only gone that far. Right. <laughs> like you, you, yeah. You're creeping around every corner. It takes two hours to get through a, building and then you're like now i gotta get back to the entrance and you turn around and run and it takes like one minute um it's kind of like that too where she's, she's like i gotta go back and i'm like well, wait a minute back's right there right yeah you barely, that took us an hour to get through <clears throat> um the characters weren't all really likable or anything but i thought because the acting was was good they still worked yeah so I, I i highly recommend i'd, I'd give that movie uh Maybe like an A minus, maybe maybe B plus. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I had a lot of fun with it. I uh, I especially liked. There was one really good jump scare, and I'm trying to remember what it was, and I can't remember. But um, it might have been when the um, 
the one dude was at the top of a well. Like they were all going down. They were all going down the tunnel. Like, and he was uh-huh. at. He was the last one. And then the monster came and pushes him. Yeah, and he just falls. Yeah, and I, I, I think that may have been the part I thought that made me jump, but I can't really remember. I, I want to say no. I, I, I don't remember what it is, but I seem to recall. Uh, I was watching it with my girlfriend and her roommate, and I seem to recall all three of us going like, ah. And I don't think it was that. So so I think you're right. I think there is one really good jump scare, but I think it's something a little different. Yeah. But it was a but like you said, it's a fun little action adventure movie. And mm-hmm. um and uh definitely worth checking out. It's it's a lot better than its IMDB rating of six point two makes it out to be. Oh wow. Yeah, that's that's lame. I'll bet you a lot of people reviewed it without watching the whole movie. Uh, or yeah. or maybe they were in for the adventure and then didn't like the horror. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, it it does have a different feel by the you know in the second half than the first half. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also true too. That's also true. <laughs> um, oh man, there's there's one more thing I was going to say about it. Uh, well, oh well. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's that they don't over-explain stuff too. Right. So like throughout the movie, you kind of you, you are told, or the the characters learn in a way that like, oh, we are getting we're having experiences that are connected to something in our past, and you know you have hints about the one guy's like burn scar on his arm, mm-hmm. but they don't. You know, like once he sees his friend or his relative or whoever it is burning in the car, right. they don't stop and go, that must be his friend. That must be why he has a burn on his arm. Right. Yeah. And they, like, yeah. They don't stop and go like, wait, let's uh, let's think this through before we just run into the burning car. <laughs> yeah. You had mentioned um, before the before, when you saw it, you had mentioned that it was like uh, kind of like Batman the movie when they're trying to solve puzzles. Yeah. Riddles and stuff. Yeah. And and I'll agree with that. Like I just I just kind of let it go. I'm like I'm not even going to try to follow their explanation. They got an answer. Cool. They're going that way. Right. Yeah. It's a uh, container of hope. An egg. Oh, the, just the United Nations, of course. Yeah, but it's a, uh, it's l- a listeners go see Batman sixty three. <laughs> yeah. It's a if you haven't seen the original Batman the movie, what are you doing? Yeah, That's great. yeah, get around to it. But uh, you know the one thing, um, did Batman the movie come out before the TV show or after the TV show? Um, I The TV show, I think, was only four seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say that it was actually during that. Oh, it came out during the show. I, th- I think so. Oh, I think so. Let me check here. I'll, I'll hop on the IMDb for a change. Okay. I'm going to play our internet searching sound effect that we spent all that money on. That's that's a good one. Uh Batman the movie. Yeah. Right. Starring Adam Oh, so that's nineteen sixty six. Sixty six, okay. Uh, now what was the name? I mean the show itself was just called Batman, right? Yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be a. Oh, it's not in here. It's not listed. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to use the old Google instead of the IMDb. 
apparently in 2018 there's a movie called Batman Ninja. I just saw that in the list. It didn't quite register until you I said that. I guess it's a Japanese animated movie. Not well uh. rated. Batman, along with a number of his allies and adversaries, finds himself transplanted from modern Gotham to feudal Japan. <laughs> uh, I'll, yeah, I'll pass on that. I'll watch it. Uh, so let's see. It looks like... Uh, Batman series. Looks like it, was, it says filmed 1966. Uh... Okay, so the original release of the show was, oh, it's only two years, uh, 66 to 68. Oh, okay, so the movie came out first. I guess, yeah, either first or during. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, well, now we know that. Yo-ho, that's what they say in that movie a lot, because they're pirates. Are there? Yeah, the, isn't that the one where they're on like a pirate ship? And they keep going because the Batman's trying to get to them, and the and the and they're in the ocean, and then he oh yeah, and then the, that's where he gets the, the inflatable shark, yeah, the bat shark <laughs> repellent, yeah, um, yeah, and 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 listeners, if you've seen it before but you've never seen it with the commentary, yeah, <laughs> uh, check out the commentary. Um, Adam West and Burt Ward are. Uh, there's some raunchy dudes. They um they watch the movie and it's like the first time they've ever seen it. They're they're like watching it and they're like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun listen. Yeah, it's kind of a long movie though, so you know, heads up on that. It is long. Yeah, it is long. So Batman the movie. Batman recommend. the movie. Yeah. Uh, anything else on as above, so below? No, I don't really have anything else to add. Um. Definitely check it out. It's a, it's a fun movie. I, w- I hope that they make a sequel to it with those characters. Like, I can hmm. see them going on another adventure to, to find something else. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could and, uh, see that. I mean, the, the remaining characters. It's like a cheap Indiana Jones movie, like that Tomb Raider movie, where, where you're like, all right, they're looking for something. They're going to have to solve some puzzles. Let's, uh, all right, we're done here. Great. That was fun. Yeah, and better than, like, National Treasure. I like the National Treasure movies. I know, I know. (laughs) There's no reason that there shouldn't be ten of those by now. Oh, we disagree. (laughs) They are utter garbage, but I enjoyed the hell out of them. Well, we half agree. Yeah. Um, All right, so then that brings me to my next movie, which is something we've also talked about before, which is Avengers infinity war. Right. Fun movie. Uh, it's, it's not as quite as good. The second time you see it. No, um, no it can't be the, um, the slower moments feel really slow, but I mean, it's still fantastic. It's still a phenomenal movie. Um, mm. I watched it with my son. Um, because he just turned six, and I'm like, you're old enough to see this movie now, I think. I still, How did he do with the ending? Uh, I'll get to that. And okay. uh, uh, I still haven't let him watch uh, Captain America Civil War, because one, spoiler alert for Civil War, um, yeah. Iron Man defeats Tony Stark by nearly murdering I'm sorry, Captain America nearly defeats Iron Man by nearly murdering him. And I'm like, that's pretty dark because Iron Man is his, his superhero that he loves more than anything. And I'm like, that's uh, 
that's pretty some pretty dark stuff but uh but this movie uh we watched it we got to the end of the movie and uh spoiler alert for infinity war if you haven't seen it um but uh half of the characters die and uh and the movie ends and my son goes well what happened to all those people and i'm like they're gone and he goes they're gone i'm like yeah you saw them turn to ash and dust they're they're gone he goes oh i'm like so what did you think of the movie and he looks at me and he goes eh (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah i was like eh are you crazy that was like the greatest movie ever. You said, he's like, Ed? he's like, well, I'm kind of busy contemplating the existential crisis of being a human right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a li- <laughs> it's a little big compared to a movie. Yeah. But he's, oh, like, man. he's like, so Spider-Man is dead. I'm like, well, he's, I don't know. He goes, well, what happens to him? And I go, we don't know. This was the last movie that came out. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. And he's like, oh, all right. But Iron Man's, <laughs> he's like, Iron Man's okay? I'm like, yeah, Iron Man's okay. Well, he's alive, but he's on a different planet. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go play now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, if I had uh, uh, put bets on things Alex might say at the end of the movie, that that wouldn't have been one I could have come up with. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, when Spider Man is dying, where he's like, "Mr. Stark, I don't want to go. I don't want to go." He he definitely yeah. seemed to be getting worked up a little bit, but then it's you know it's over and he just turns to ash. But uh, but yeah, it was fun to watch it with him. He he had a lot of fun watching the movie. I don't think his review of "eh" was was really how he felt about the experience. <laughs> but, maybe, uh, maybe it's maybe it's just how he felt about the ending. Yeah, that's that's also true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Just not knowing what to do with that. Yeah. Uh, maybe he wants that closure. Maybe maybe like his father, he wants his movies with, you know, people with powers to be like real, you know, black or white. You want your Jedi's to be good. You want your, what's the opposite of a Jedi? The Sith. Your, your Sith's to be bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, um. He definitely was a little confused, like, because the bad guy wins in Infinity right. War. So he was kind of like, it's over? But the bad guy won. I'm like, yeah, the bad guy won. <laughs> and I'm like, how awesome is that? What a great what a great storytelling device. And he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the saddest part of uh, Spider-Man dying, which, I mean, obviously he's going to be back. Yeah. But the saddest part is that if if that means that most of the second movie he's not in it, that's that's the biggest that's the biggest disappointment there. But at the same time, he better not be in it. If they all like get revived right away, that would be shit. Yeah, I mean, we all know that they're all coming back because they're all they all have sequels that are being made right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's uh it's it'll be interesting to see from a storytelling point of view, how they bring them back. I mean, yeah. whether, whether or not they do come back is, is already answered. We know they come back, but, yeah. but how they do it, I think will be what's interesting. Well, they all have sequels. And I just think like Hollywood's not that cool. Right. Yeah. You know, to just be like, and they all died. Yeah. Sit with that. The only character that I think they might actually kill off is captain America 
because apparently Chris Evans um, is done with the role. He's like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be done. So they might get rid of the Captain America character for a few years before they bring it back. Right. Yeah, I, I do think he's. I mean, I think I think most people at this point figure he's gonna die. But like, but as far as the ones who died through the gauntlet snap, yeah, you know, like yeah, they're probably all gonna come back. I don't know. Maybe Loki won't. I don't know. Is Gamora in the next Guardians movie? Uh, I don't know. That movie's on the back burner now because of all the James Gunn nonsense. What, did he molest somebody or something? No, he, like, 10 years ago, he made jokes on Twitter about having sex with kids and Disney found out about it. Oh. Uh, and so, man. like, Disney fired him from the movie. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, keep that in mind for your future in entertainment. Yeah. Listeners, Disney will eventually don't have own, sex with kids. Disney will. Well, he didn't actually do it. He was joking about it. Yeah, but we're not joking about it either. We never had sex with kids. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, that was the PSA portion yeah. of the show. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so Guardians is getting pushed pushed way back and then i think james gunn is actually going to make the next suicide squad movie which makes me excited about that. that okay so so he got booted out of disney's world but he's, he's over in warner brothers now that's what it looks like yeah oh man i didn't know that though about the next guardians i guess i don't really care that much but they say they're gonna because he had just finished writing the script uh, like, yeah. cause they're, cause it was supposed to come out, I think in 2019, no, that's next year in 2020. Um, and I was going to say, I would have thought they were partway through it. Yeah. And like, they guess they said they're going to use his script, but he won't be directing. So yeah, that'd probably be fine. I don't know. I like James Gunn movies. They're, they're all very good. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see super? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, we talked about it on the show, I think. Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, interesting movie. Weird feels, uh, crazy dark. Interesting. I mean, it keeps you. Yeah, it gets kind of disgustingly dark at a moment or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's worth watching yeah. if you're into stuff that's pretty dark. Yeah. Did he do uh, Kick Ass too? He did not do Kick Ass. Kick Ass was, I think, Matthew Vaughn. That sounds right. Yeah, um, it's it's a little bit like Kick Ass in terms of tone, but but the dark parts go even darker. Let's see. Kick Ass was directed by Matthew Vaughn. I don't know if he did Kick Ass too, though, but I never saw Kick Ass too. It's all right. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's. I mean, you, it's it's kind of one of those things. Like you've already you've already seen the good stuff from it in the first one. So. All right, Avengers Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. It was directed by uh, Kick-Ass 2. is directed by Jeff Wadlow. Uh, I got nothing on that. Yeah, I got nothing <laughs> on that. I don't know what else he's done. Let's see. He did He did a bunch of terrible movies, it looks like. <laughs> uh, Truth or Dare. He was a producer on. Yeah, I haven't messed with that one. Yeah. Uh, so. and then do you want to talk about your last movie or should I? Sure. Contagion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not like this movie. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So I have like a good list and a bad list. Okay. Here, here's my good list. Uh, it's pretty effective at making you feel sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I even have a cold now, but I don't think it has anything to do with the movie. Um, but as I was watching it, I was like, man, this does does capture well the exhaustion and the weak kind of clumsiness you get. And like, and, and actually, it's not throughout the entire movie. It's just at the beginning where they're like, here's what it likes, here's what it feels like. And it works for that scene anyway, where like this guy's walking around and like, he's kind of running into things and you're just uncomfortable. And then he sees this like food hanging from something and you're like, Oh God, ugh, food, disgusting. Yeah. And, and so it does a good job of making you feel like you might actually have a cold sweat going on yourself. So what, uh, what is the movie about? Oh, it's about uh, contagion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's an outbreak of something and that's pretty much it. But one of one of the things I don't like about this movie is it tries to put so many fucking plots in. Uh-huh. Like aside from that, it's like oh we've got conspiracy theories and and you know people who are main characters that are dying and just it. Oh man, where did I where did I, I made a list of stupid shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I liked all that stuff, like the conspiracy theory stuff. Like I thought, I thought the movie felt very real. Like this is what would happen. If if this kind of oh there you go outbreak... you're not muffled anymore what's that you you just unmuffled yourself oh great I didn't do anything and uh, and I uh, I thought that this movie would be if if something like this would really happen this is how the world would actually react to it you'd have people selling their nonsense cures on the internet you have Alex Jones type people ranting and raving about how there isn't actually a disease. Uh, and all, all those things like that while everyone's in the middle of a, a worldwide panic. Yeah, I, I actually can't disagree with that. But for one movie to, to like try to fit in budget wars, riots, sick main character, secret cure, kidnapping, hostages, I was like, fuck this. This is the, it, it just tries to I throw everything I don't remember in there. hostages. I might have made that part up. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I was really like, at some point, I'm like, all right, so where are the zombies? You know? Um, uh-huh. And <clears throat> which actually I might have enjoyed it more if it had some. But I, I so I, I sat through this movie. Okay, so there was one other good point. There's a character or an actress named Jennifer L. E H L E. And I thought, hey, you know what? Oh, yeah, by the way, sorry, spoiler alert for my bad list, the acting sucks in this movie. I disagree. So, yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> um, but, but but I think it sucks. And <clears throat> there was one character, I was like, or one actress, who was like, well, she doesn't suck. And then I was like, watch her, I'm like, man, she really reminds me of somebody. And I finally realized it was Meryl Streep. So I was like, I heard Meryl Streep has a daughter. Apparently she has three. Um, and I was so sure that when I looked her up I would see that this was Meryl Streep's daughter because she was acting similarly she has the same like nose and eyes and it's not one of her daughters so <laughs> yeah, I looked her up there she got three other daughters she's not one of them not Meryl uh, Streep's daughter great right so yeah so that was uh, that was the good <laughs> And as I was watching this movie, I was like, God, this movie's so fucking 
pretentious. Like, I was just kind of annoyed throughout. And I was like, this movie's so self-congratulatory. Like, it thinks it's better than it is. It reminds me of all those movies I've refused to see. And then at the end, I saw that it was a... And I think you had mentioned this before, but I totally forgot that it was a Steven Soderbergh movie. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that made so much sense to me because I had the same feel watching this that I get when I even think about watching any of his other movies and they all like, like the social network and stuff. I'm just like, that's him, right? No, that's David Fincher. Damn it. What's, what's Steven Soderbergh do? Cause that's he the did, same feel. He for did me. the yeah. oceans 11's movies. He did traffic. Oh, uh, okay. Actually, no, this it's, I mixed up the people then. Although it does, it does feel a bit like traffic. Traffic thinks it's better than it is too. Traffic does um, better than it is. Although I like yeah. traffic. Ocean's Eleven's great. Tra- traffic's okay. Um, but there's some stuff in it that I'm like, this is just unnecessary. A lot of the stuff with Michael Douglas is unnecessary. I think that was Michael Douglas's doing, though, if I remember right. Um, did Aaron so, Brockovich. I didn't realize that. No, that wasn't that great either. I liked Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. I thought, Jen- or, um, what's her name? Julia Roberts was terrific. Meh. It was okay. And, and and with this movie, like I could see, so okay, so obviously I don't know Steven Soderbergh that well, but I will stand by that it has the same feel for me as this this certain kind of movie that I don't care for, mm-hmm. um, and you know the Social Network things like that would fit in there. You didn't like um, the Social Network? <clears throat> I've never seen it. Oh. I don't want to because I, I get this vibe just from the from the previews where I'm like, wow, this movie thinks it's great. Um, I, and I and I'm not convinced that it's going to be very good. Oh. And so this movie, I was already watching, and I was like, "This movie thinks it's great, <laughs> and it's not." Um, so so here's here's one thing that bothered me about this movie that I usually don't notice, and it was the framing, like the 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 way they're framing every shot. It's like overly centered. Like a lot of the time, the person talking is just right in the dead center of the screen. And in such a way where there's too much space at the top and like there's like with the rule of thirds, instead of people looking into the frame, they're looking out of the frame from uh-huh. the closer side. Um, sometimes it's too far back where I'm like, why is the camera this far away from these people right now? And I'm going, is there some sort of meaning to this that like it's, uh, it's far away because we can't listen in? And I'm like, no, no, that doesn't work. It's, it just looks like shit. <laughs> um, it's it's boring. Like the the idea of this movie is good. I would gladly watch a movie about an epidemic. Um, how but, do you, how do you feel about the movie Outbreak? I, it's been a long time since I've seen Outbreak, uh-huh. and if I remember correctly, it's kind of cheesy. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't remember thinking wow this movie thinks it's great like this movie wants to nominate itself for something this movie on the other hand i was like man this thinks it's good and it's mistaken um (laughs) outbreak is a masterpiece by the way (laughs) (laughs) um it's got helicopter chases monkeys Oh yeah, Cuba Gooding yeah. Jr. This this movie had a oh no it didn't have a monkey did it no it had a bat and a pig bat and pigs yeah which at the end it's like hey we're gonna do this big reveal and the big reveal is a bat spit on a pig and I'm like well, 
that's not spoiler alert by the way i'll see i like i like that i like how they they like at the end of the movie they're like this is how simple it was for this to happen no i i get the idea i get the idea and i don't that's this is kind of how i am throughout the movie i don't mind any of the ideas uh-huh. it's just the movie's like sucking its own cock while it's throwing <laughs> them out there <laughs> it's just it, uh, it's so self-congratulatory and it, it's and, and part of that's also like the use of silence and then the use of music but like the silent moments aren't that good the acting's not good enough for it to really be I don't know moving uh-huh. and then when the music comes in the music in this movie's all over the place and it's it's terrible it's it's really bad um, I don't remember the music now, now I am terribly, obviously annoyed by this movie. There's so much I don't like about it, but overall, I'd give it like a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a weird thing. It's 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 like, uh, you know, you know me, and I don't like things that are overrated. Uh-huh. Like like Dave Matthews Band, they're talented, but I can't stand them because they're so overrated. And there's a saxophone. And then yeah, that too. And this is even I love the Dave Matthews like, Band. I know you do. <laughs> and and this is like that, except I think it irritates me even more because it feels like it's overrating itself. Like, I don't mind at all that you told me this was a good movie. Like, I, I can walk away from it and go like, yeah, I could see Nick enjoying this movie. I could see people enjoying this movie. Um, but the this movie seems like it thinks it's so good. Uh-huh. And none of the stuff is just done particularly well. Um and I really, yeah, I felt like the throwing so many plots in there was just like, here's every idea we have. And I don't know, it didn't work. Um, Matt Damon's response to his wife dying. I mean, okay, so there is a, another pro in this movie. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow dies. <laughs> and she dies right at the beginning, so she's not in it much. So uh-huh. that's cool. Um and you didn't like see like I thought that Matt Damon's reaction to his wife dying was was wonderful. I thought it was 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 so real. Uh, and I didn't. I, I was like, hey, I could see some of these responses being real, but the, mm-hmm. just like the the way it plays out, I'm like, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying anyone has to respond a certain way. Like, there's there's not one way, um, and. I can't say nobody would react with the same sort of stuff that he does. It just, it didn't, <clears throat> it didn't read to me like, okay, he's kind of cut off in his mind. It read to me like Matt Damon didn't really care. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Matt Damon, the actor either got bad direction or this was the first take or he just phoned it in. Well, I like, um, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's been some time since I've seen it, but doesn't the doctor come out and say like, yeah, she died. He's like, okay, so when do I get to see her? Like, like the, yeah. the the gravity of what's happened doesn't doesn't hit him for yeah, for and, a couple minutes, and and that actually like that was I was actually pretty into that. I was like, I, there's like four reactions he has in a row, and and part of it that is that the doctor's not good either. I mean, the, really, the acting in this movie sucks. <laughs> um, and and I'm not sick. So the doctor comes out and he's like, "Yeah, your wife did," and I. Don't think that that's necessarily wrong or bad. I do think most doctors have a bit better of bedside manner than that, but I will grant that there are doctors with shitty bedside manner. But there are also actors who are bad at acting. And and that's (laughs) what I felt like I was seeing 
there. <laughs> and, and then Matt Damon's response to it is uh, the, the, the one part that I did kind of like was that he was like, so, okay, so when do I see her? And, and can I go in there? And he's like, no, I'm saying she's dead. But even me just delivering that right now, I think was more convincing than the doctor in the movie. <laughs> and then Matt Damon's like, wait, what? And, and then he gets angry for a few seconds and then he's in the car and it just, it just doesn't quite work. He doesn't look like someone who's kind of shut off and in like autopilot. He looks like someone who's checking his texts. And so it doesn't work for me. Um, the whole character, the whole Jude Law character that's like this, I don't exactly know what his angle is. He's trying to sell stuff. I don't know if at any point he, in the movie they establish. He creates the fake cure. Yeah. And it's like lavender oil or something, right? <laughs> it's something like that. I, I think it's got a fake name, but yeah, like Forsythemus or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, uh, the government doesn't want you to know that this is what the cure is. Do they do they establish clearly that like that he is just lying? The, to the viewer they to the, they establish that he's just a shyster, but to like the to the people like the news keeps putting him on the news. And and then that's where like the the groundswell is where like the government is working against you and mm-hmm. and it, it's like the mass media getting played against itself in order to to promote a panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the panic part kind of works. I, I just was like, I don't know. I find I I'm not a huge Jude Law fan either. I guess I should I should say that, but mm-hmm. uh, didn't really get into that. Um, facts that are thrown out in the movie, I'm like, I don't know. If those are accurate. But that doesn't really matter too much. Um, Kate Winslet, they have her character. There's there's a lot of over explaining in this movie. I don't even remember like, Kate Winslet being in this movie. Eh, she dies halfway through. Yeah. Is um, she one of the scientists? Yeah, and she's having to explain diseases and things to people who don't get it or don't understand. But it's it's like it feels like it's pretty clearly just spelling things out for the viewer over and over again. Like uh-huh. this is how fast it's going, and we don't have a cure. And this is how fast it's going, and we don't have a cure. And I was getting so like just numb to the bullshit of it that by the end when they find a cure i i, I literally was like when did that happen right <laughs> like, I, i'm watching i'm like wait so now lawrence fishburn or, or larry fishbone uh <laughs> as i like to call him because we're friends um larry fishbone says hey here's here's these uh cures i have for people and he's walking around giving people these vaccines or antidotes um or not antidotes cures but uh i I was just like wait when did that happen i and i'm sure it did i just didn't i i guess i was sort of checked out at that point because this movie's so crappy (laughs) um so yeah so there's a lot of explaining the plot i said the music was shitty oh and and when kate winslet is having to explain it one of the plots is that like people don't want to fund the stuff that's going on, which has truth in it, you know, like FEMA's notoriously underfunded, at least by, you know, old fat baby presidents. Um, and, and, you know, the care's not taken and there's truth to that. But again, the woman that Kate Winslet's talking to who keeps being like, well, who's paying for this is such a like mustache twirling, shitty performance over the top, 
like there's no nuance in any of the characters. There's dead wife, guy with dead wife, woman who's bad and wants to keep budget, you know, strings tight, woman who wants to do good. And, and, you know, guy who's a jerk trying to get money off of things. And it's just all these like overly cartoonish roles being acted badly. And that is there is um, my take on Contagion. There's uh, the little character. I like Jude Law's character arc in the movie where where he goes from being just a shyster to like at the end he realizes the harm that he's done. But he does he he doesn't get any kind of comeuppance like because at one point at the end of the movie like isn't there like a girl he was into who like spurns him later comes up to him and is like you you have the cure right I, I need the cure and he's walking around in his plastic bag costume and and he's like I, it doesn't work it's it's a lie. Uh, I don't remember him saying that to her I remember him saying to her come back tomorrow. I don't have any right now. Okay. Uh, but like, doesn't he realize like the harm that he's done in that moment? I don't think so. Yeah. All right. That's been a while. If, if he, <laughs> well, check it out again. I am actually curious as to how it would, how it would look to you on the second watch. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there were, and, and there was another thing about the movie kind of overall that it's just like, whether or not the, the breakout or the outbreak itself is secret or public knowledge mm-hmm. seems to be, I mean, it sort of is consistent by nature because things are leaking out, but it, it, it's not very, it's, 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 it's probably just also not done well. <laughs> like, I'm like is, do people know about it or not? Cause right. they're freaking out, but they're also acting like they don't know. Right. So I don't know. That that's contagion for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> so so everybody, contagion recommend from Nick. Not so much a recommend from me. Although most people will probably like it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it did very well in the theaters. But I don't I don't really remember. Um, all right. Well, then that brings us to the, the, new the segment. no, I have one more movie to discuss. You do? I sure do. Oh man. Peter Rabbit. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's, it's a family movie. Um, it stars, uh, James Corden, which I guess is a guy who, who's on like a late night show. He sh- he hosts the show after Colbert. Um, Dom Hall Gleason is in it. He plays Mr. McGregor and Sam Neill is in it for about five seconds. Uh, and then you don't recognize him till he dies. And you're like, Oh wait, that was Sam Neill. And you're like, awesome. And uh, Rose Byrne is basically spoiler the, uh, alert. He dies. <laughs> it's, it's in like the first five minutes. Um, and Rose Byrne is the, uh, the, the girl in the movie. And uh, this movie is this, was... Is this animated? It's live action with CGI rabbits. Gotcha. So if you don't know the story of Peter Rabbit, 
Peter Rabbit is this rabbit who has like a denim jacket who uh, likes to run through Mr. McGregor's um, garden collecting food for his family. And Mr. McGregor's like, get out of my garden, you rabbit, or I'm going to turn you into rabbit pie like your parents. And uh, and then Sam Neill dies. Dom Hall Gleason, who wants to own his own his own toy store, uh, inherits the place. Does Sam Neill get turned into a pie? No. But when he dies, Peter Rabbit's like jumping around on him like, I killed him. Hooray. Oh, God. Yeah. He's like, I, I took him down. And uh, he doesn't realize that he killed him. He just thinks he's like sleeping. And um, uh, oh. the, the movie is directed by Will Gluck. Uh, <laughs> this movie starts out with manslaughter? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, the Because Peter Rabbit um, puts... Uh, uh, Poison. He causes a heart attack in Sam Neill. Oh my God! Uh, the guy who directed this movie directed Easy A, which I haven't seen, but I hear is quite good. And I think the Annie from I've a couple years ago. Uh, let's see. So anyway, Peter Rabbit uh, kills a guy. He kills a guy. His nephew inherits the place, and the nephew is like, "Stay out of my ra- my garden, you rabbits!" Uh, but I'm also in love with Rose Byrne, who lives next door. Who and Rose Byrne loves the rabbits, and so there's your there's your conflict right there, and uh, uh, the movie basically you can like plot it out yourself where where the rabbits fight Dom Hall Gleason, Dom Hall Gleason fights back against the rabbits, and uh, he gives as good as he gets, and the rabbits torture him, and it's it's pretty funny, it's really entertaining, uh, it's a great. Uh, movie for kids my son was cracking up while he was watching it he really he really enjoyed it's, it it's a great movie for kids it sounds sick nope it's great it's uh <laughs> it's great there's this one moment that i thought was the funniest part of the whole movie was they do this sequence where where dom hall gleason and the and peter rabbit are wrestling each other in in this art room the the girl next door is an artist and she paints and uh, he's fighting the rabbit in the room, but every time she comes in the room, they both have to pretend to be friends. Um, so like she leaves for 10 seconds and they start like punching each other and like throwing each other against stuff. And then when she comes in, they, they have to, they, 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 they pretend to be discussing something and, the, you know, like, like, ah! oh, and then this is why this is here. And then she goes, oh, you two are so cute. And then she walks away and then. <clears throat> They do it again, but like at a point where Peter Rabbit pulls down Dom Hall Gleason's pants, and so he like, yeah, he squats down and he's holding the rabbit by the throat, and he like picks up a painting, and then he just starts talking like, and this painting is a great example of impressionism, and they both look up, and she's not there, and and he and he looks at the rabbit and he goes, I really thought she was gonna be there, and the rabbit's like, yeah, me too. (laughs) That made me laugh so hard. It makes me laugh just thinking about it right now. Uh, it, it's a fun movie. It's a fun, fun movie for kids. Like if you, if you got some, if you want to kill some time, it's a fun movie for kids. Uh, adults, I think. I would, would like get a to see those scenes where he's fighting with the rabbit. Yeah, but without the special effects added in. <laughs> yeah, that would be great too. Um, there's a couple like really cheesy effects that that my son really liked. At one point, the rabbits electrocute electrocute 
Dom Hall Gleason, of and he like sh- and he like shoots across the room, and the and the special effect looks pretty terrible. But my son was cracking up at it. He thought that was the funniest thing. So I was like, "All right, movie, you you win there. Can't argue with right. can't argue with results." So, if you've got a six year old or or a three year old, and you want to watch a fun movie with them, check out Peter Rabbit. It was uh totally worth it. Totally worth the time that uh the hour and a half you you put into it. Murder and deception. Yeah. Nice. So that brings us to the end of the show. And the end of the show means it's time for our new segment. And Matt, what we're going to start doing is we're going to create a list. And on this list will be the movies that we've seen from this moment on. The movies that we talk about on the show. We're going to put them on our individual lists. And wherever they go is where they sit. So for instance... I saw Predator this uh-huh. week, right? So Predator, I'm going to say Predator is the first thing that goes on my list. Predator, right? Okay. All right. And then the next movie I saw was Iron Man 3. Now, is Iron Man 3 better or worse than Predator? I'm going to say worse than Predator, right? So yeah. Iron Man 3 is now below Predator on my list. But then I go to my next movie, which was Avengers Infinity War, right? Yes. So I think Avengers Infinity War was better than Predator. Now I'm writing that out. It's locked in stone that Avengers Infinity War is always better than Predator. (laughs) (laughs) And if you ever change your mind, you're screwed. I can't. I can't change my mind. And so then that brings me to my my fourth movie that I, that I saw, Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Where does Peter Rabbit sit on this list? It's not better than Avengers. I don't think it's better than Predator. It's not better than Iron Man 3, so that means it goes at the bottom of the list. Right? And yet you really enjoyed it. So right. you had a great week. Right. So my list goes Avengers Infinity War is the greatest movie of all time. And Peter Rabbit is the worst movie of all time. <laughs> he says after recommending it. Right. Nice. But uh, depending on what movie I see next week, the list could totally change, you know? Gotcha. All right. So that brings us to your list, Matt. So I have my own list. We're not working on a joint list. No, you have your own list. All right. Um, well, let's see. I've got two movies. Right. Unless we're covering all the movies we talked about today, but that's probably too many. No, we'll just do the ones that we featured. That we that we reviewed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, As Above, So Below uh-huh. is good and therefore at the top of the list. Right. And Contagion is at the bottom of the list where it's probably going to stay for a while because it sucked. Right. Yeah. All right. So your list right now, the greatest movie of all time, As Above, So Below. I'm all right with that. And Contagion, the worst movie of all time. I'm all right with that. So that's going to be the new the new way we we wrap up the show uh, wow. each week is uh, we'll have to figure out. And then imagine like you know ten fifteen weeks from now where we're like, oh man, where does Fight Club sit on my list? Like um, if I, if I watched Fight Club or something, just above Peter Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm interested in seeing where this goes. Yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be, I think it'll be fun. So stay tuned listeners as our lists grow. Um, and then I guess that, uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, anything you'd like to plug Matt? 
Um, you know, actually, for anybody out there who really enjoys Harry Potter, um, and, and there are some other things on this show, too, but I found a podcast called Binge Mode, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's their season three is all about Harry Potter. Uh, it's two hosts. They're a little annoying at times, but like they make up for it. Um, and they they go pretty in-depth on things. Um, kind of have me walking away from each episode going, man, J.K. Rowling is brilliant. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, if there's stuff you're excited about that's on there, I think their season two was Game of Thrones. I'm not sure what their season one was, um, but if you're looking for something that you can listen to on your commute or anything like that, and you like Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, or some other thing, uh, <laughs> check out Binge Mode. Binge Mode, okay, cool. Um, I want to say hello to Kevin McGovern, who's a big fan of the show. He listens to just about every episode. Um, and, uh, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. I hope you get your floors fixed. Good luck with your floors. Um, and I want to say hi to Travis, Travis Johnson, who's listening to the show. He's Trav J. He recently started listening to the show from the beginning again. Oh, wow. Um, he says and he's really enjoying it. So thanks a lot, whole, Travis. Whole different cast of characters way right, back yeah, then. Yeah, it changes, yeah. changes like every other week back then. <laughs> um, so I guess that's the end of the show. Uh, if that's the end of the reel, we'll see you next week in film. Peace out. <laughs>